Hey friends, I'm Cassie Anderson, owner and creative director of Cassie Rose Events, and I've been producing milestone celebrations from coast to coast for over a decade. End of the Night shines a light on the colleagues who keep me in absolute awe and bring a unique, fresh perspective to the world of hospitality, events, and celebrations. Today, I am thrilled to be sharing the mic with my friend, Carl Ray, a standout makeup artist who's been perfecting the looks of celebrities and iconic women like former First Lady Michelle Obama for years. Carl shares his perspective on why less is more when it comes to makeup and the evolving trends in bridal beauty. And for those of us in need of a little pick-me-up, Carl shares his must-have skincare regimen and beauty favorites over on the blog. You can even take a virtual makeup lesson online. Talk about an absolute dream. I would love to hear how you first got into the makeup scene. Was it something that you always loved to do or did you sort of fall into it? Both. I learned my love or my passion for makeup when I was 14. My parents were going through a divorce and um, I'd watch my mother doing her makeup and I thought I could do a better job. I asked her if I could help her. (laughs) And um don't ask me why. And she and she obliged. And the next thing I know, as any great mother would, I mean, and going out in public, I was like, Oh, my gosh. And she was getting compliments. And she felt good about herself. And I could see it and feel it. That also sparked it. For me, I felt good. And so did that for a while, begged her not to tell anyone I'm on baseball, I'm on swim team. I'm like, don't tell anyone I'm doing this. She's she says, Okay. And I started doing hair too a little bit. But makeup was my game. So moved to Washington, D.C. There was a store called Blue Mercury. No, then it was FX. It is now Blue Mercury, and they're Mm -hmm. all over the United States. Yep. I worked there, and they had makeup. They had soaps. They had perfumes. They had skincare. They had just all types of little luxe things. And I was always at the makeup counter. I couldn't stay away from the makeup counter. When clients can, they're like, we have more products than makeup. I was just so, I wanted to do their makeup. I wanted to be around their makeup. That just felt so good. So they made a position for me as the resident makeup artist at FX. And I started to build my clientele and my reputation to where I got an article written about me in the Washingtonian by the editor. And um, she had a wedding. And she wrote a story about her experience getting married. And um, she put me in her experience. I had a picture of me doing her makeup. That was the first time I'd ever seen or done anything like that. That was in like 1998. And I ripped it out. And I'm like, what would I? What do I do with this? I'm just so happy about Frame it. Like, what do I do? So <laughs> Frame I, it. Put it on the mantle. <laughs> I got on my scooter, my Vespa, and I went down to the Four Seasons Hotel and asked them if they had a makeup artist. They said, we don't have a makeup artist. We sat down. We had tea. And by the time we were done, they had hired me to be the resident makeup artist. Wow. And I was there for 16 years. Oh, my gosh. So that's how it kind of started, how I got into the game. Before you moved to D.C. when you were 14, you kind of lived all over the world. I did. How do you think that that experience has shaped your perception of beauty and what, what beauty means? I think that shapes it in the sense that it's given me the opportunity to see other cultures and ways of life and what beauty is in different areas of the world. I lived in Italy, I lived in Morocco, and I lived in Puerto Rico. I can remember in Italy, like lips, colored lips. And I can remember in Morocco, lots of eyeliner and liners. Mm. And I can remember in Puerto Rico, like sheer and just pretty. And, you know, special occasions like New Year's or Christmas, a big deal there. You get all made up. But just in general, I knew like the natural beauty. 
Yeah. In the wedding industry in general, I feel like there's been this shift away from not necessarily like these pretentious expectations, but just sort of these preconceived notions of what I'm supposed to look like or what a wedding is supposed to look like. And I've been noticing my clients embracing what they want more, if that makes sense. Yes. And I'm curious if you have seen any shifts in sort of the standards of beauty in the last few years. Sure. I mean, I've seen a shift in dresses. Yeah. People are wearing blush dresses, pink dresses, lavender dresses, whatever color style that makes them happy. That's what I'm getting. And also your traditional and your classic and all of that. But I feel like it's time to do whatever makes you happy at your wedding. So if that's a a fuchsia dress, wear it. (laughs) But I am a firm believer. I love the glam makeup and I like all things like that. But I'm really about natural makeup, enhancing your inner beauty, being the best version of yourself and to just to look good and feel really good on your special day. One other question I have for you, you, in addition to obviously being a master makeup artist in your own right, you also offer a fair amount of educational series and workshops and things like that. Can you tell us a little bit about those? I do. I offer um, one-on-one makeup lessons. I also offer group lessons and I do tutorials for groups. And that would be like a live tutorial where I would do makeup And I'll show the brands and the techniques and the tricks and tips I have along the way. So I do offer that service and it's very popular. What is it about that work that you find fulfilling? Helping women find their inner beauty to be confident and to learn to use what they have in their bag and their brushes and what's the correct application and the right choices and what works for them. Okay, so I will be signing up for that course. As you you can see, I can use all the help I can get. Carl, I'm curious, if you were going to give one piece of advice to brides for their wedding day, what would it be? Enjoy it. Take your time. It happens very fast. Enjoy every second. Relish it. It really does go by fast, doesn't it? it? And I feel like all that planning and it just flies by. And we tell them that. We tell them that. And it's funny because from my perspective, I feel like a big part of my job is to try and make as much time as I can for them, right? Like build the timeline appropriately. Make sure you have enough time to do X, Y, and Z that needs to happen, but also sort of this downtime too. Yeah. And it just flies. It really does. But I also recommend like a day of, so on that day, if something weird happens or everything doesn't fall into place, it does show or gives you a good idea of how in marriage things happen along the way and how you react. Just let it kind of roll off your back and enjoy your day. And you've planned, you've done the best you can, now enjoy it. Now just be present. Yep, absolutely. Just be present. I feel like the makeup chair is a place where a lot of drama can go down. It could. So I'm (laughs) curious, in your experience, you don't have to use names, you don't have to get too specific, but... And I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Always the professional... I would love to hear about a time when something totally unexpected or like just drama went down, but she's stuck in the chair. Like she can't go anywhere because she's got one lash done, one lash not done. I've got to tell us. I've got several. So what I'd like to do, if the bride is up here in emotion, I go down here. So we meet here. If she's down here, I kind of bring it up. So we meet here. So it's all sort of like this level. But I had a bride and she had a um, migraine headache. Oh, no. So light was affecting her. Noise was affecting her. Her bridesmaids, her mother were affecting her. (laughs) So I was like, oh, my goodness. So I took her to to the room. We laid her down. 
dimmed all the lights. I did her makeup to the best of my ability. Let her rest, kind of like kept it quiet. Um, she did walk down the aisle, but she didn't do much more. And we redid it again, the makeup and the photography another day. So she would have that. Oh, my God. But that was sort of a lot going oh. on. A lot of whispering. A lot of it what? Of like whispering. And being oh, yeah. Quiet. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't imagine having any sort of like physical ailment on my wedding day. And the more it went, the worse her headaches getting, you know? Right, so she's right. like just suffering. Oh, oh. So, oh, the worst. I was almost in tears. But, okay, well, that's a really but sad one, down- though, Carl. That's not like that's not like a drama one. That's, that's like drama. A, it's drama, but it's like I feel bad for her. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I get a lot of times I people assume that I have these war stories. They're like, oh, you must have all of these bridezillas and da-da-da-da-da. And then I look back and I'm like yeah. – me too. I actually don't. I really yeah. my clients tend to be really lovely. And by that point, we're if not good friends, then we're looking forward to the wedding being over so we can get a glass of wine and, and be good friends, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I feel the same. I don't have too many horror stories at all. Well, how about this? Have you ever been in a situation where you've had to solve a non-makeup related issue for a client because you were the hands on deck, or you were the person there. I've steamed dresses. I've put on shoes. I've buttoned the back of dresses with the, what's that, knit, knit one, pearl two thing, getting in there. <laughs> I've helped with hair. I've holed up hair. I've I've done it all. I'm there to help. Isn't that funny? I mean, it really is a team effort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, we've all got our expertise. Yeah. But also that all goes out the window the day of when it's like, what do we need? Let's make this happen. Yeah. Let's just do it. That's right. (laughs) But I have to selfishly, I have to ask because yes, of course, on a wedding day, it's all about the couple and them, you know, looking their best, feeling their best, having the time of their lives. But it's also sort of about me. And so my question to you is, as somebody who, you know, on a wedding day, I'm probably out of my house and at the venue by... 9 a.m., 10 a.m., on my feet all day, mm-hmm. working, you know, 12, 15 hours. What sort of tip might you have for vendors who are on their feet all day, trying not to sweat too much because they still have to look nice? Well, hydrate and keep a smile on your face all day. Mm, okay. Okay. But like, what about a makeup tip? Like, less makeup is more? Tip. Oh, less, less is, is more. more. You don't want to upkeep. You don't want to be looking at yourself and worried about your foundations cracking or your lashes falling or your lips smearing. So put on a stain, put on a a stain. That's a good idea. Just keep it simple, pretty, clean and fresh. Stains stay in place. You don't have to worry. You can do lips. And I like a monochromatic look. That's simple. It's easy. Eyes, lips and cheeks, all the same. Waterproof mascara, up, up, up. That's it. Fill in your brow and go. I think the waterproof mascara thing for vendors is very important. I have to tell you, I know it's not my wedding. I know I I don't know, like, the, you know, I don't have the emotional connection that some of these people do to this couple. I don't think I've ever watched a wedding processional and not cried. Okay. You're in touch. <laughs> I really think I have. I think every time. Okay. So waterproof. So I think the waterproof mascara. Absolutely. Is a note that I should have gotten a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. And to pat, don't rub. What do you mean? Pat what? What am I patting? Like pat the tears. You're patting the tears. You're not rubbing. Oh, my tears. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to have to practice that one. Pat. Pat. Don't rub. Don't that rub. might be, th- you know, pat, don't rub might just be good <laughs> advice across the board. 
It's good when it comes life, to makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, don't rub. It's just a yes. good rule to live by. That's right. <laughs> you know, this is also a very strange industry. It's not your typical nine to five. It's, you know, high emotion. It's high stakes on a wedding day, right? But particularly for you, people are coming to you wanting and expecting to look and feel their best after they leave your makeup chair. And that's a lot of pressure. What is it about this work that brings you joy? Why Why do it? It simply is that. It does bring me joy. And it brings me joy to see my client look at themselves and feel and look their best and feel confident and just what they've envisioned that they're just happy. I just like to make my client happy and feel the best version of themselves and to make sure they're going to have good pictures too. Do you feel like doing makeup with pictures in mind is a different technique than if pictures aren't part of the equation? A little bit. It's a little bit heavier than face-to-face, but there is a fine line where you can look fantastic in person and you can look fantastic in your videos and in your pictures. So there's a fine line and that's where working and learning your craft comes into play and products and things like that. You yourself have recently gotten married. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Can you yes. tell us about that? How recent is that? Married May 15th. So you're a, so you're a COVID couple. COVID couple. We were bored. Nothing else to do. No, <laughs> we knew we were going to get married. It just happened maybe three months quicker than it was planned. And we didn't know what to really plan for at that moment. So we just got married. It was me, my husband, a um, officiant and a photographer. We went down to the Lincoln and took pictures, got married and came home and had dinner. Ah, I mean, what a, what a lovely day. Beautiful day. And it was beautiful. And the pictures were lovely. And it was just a beautiful day. Was your original plan to have it be super small like that? Yes, from the very beginning. Ah. It was perfect for me. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Well, Carl, it has been so great chatting with you today and learning more about you and your process and your background and your philosophy. And I know that clients are so lucky to be working with you and you really do make everyone look and feel their absolute best. So thank you for that. You make you make my job easier on a wedding uh, day because I love to hear that everybody feel great. Oh, I love what I do, and I'd love to hear that. So thank you so much for that. Thanks again for tuning in to End of the Night. To learn more about Carl's iconic work, you can visit him on the web at carlraymakeupartist.com and on Instagram at carlraymua. We're at the end of our first season and cannot wait to share more with you next year. If you love our podcast and want to get involved, I'd love to hear from you. And if you love the conversation, feel free to share on Instagram and tag at Cassie Rose Events. Stay tuned for plenty more great combos to come in 2022. Talk soon.